What is optimization and why should you, as somebody who creates audio content as a podcaster, should care about it? Today's session kicks off a series of episodes that focus on optimizing your content. And everything it needs to be optimized so it's found in search, but then it also needs to be optimized for humans reviewing it and make them want to take the next step with you. You need to be tagging and writing descriptions and titles how you search. I'm Yanni Lunga, and this is the Podcast Lab. Why taking a moment to optimize your content? You see, the process of optimization is what helps you make your content more findable. It increases the chances of your content being in front of the right people. And by right people, I mean those who are looking for your content specifically or who are looking for a topic your content revolves around. And I'll make an example. Think of your content as... I don't know, a chocolate bar and the internet as a supermarket and there are different shelves. Optimization is what helps your chocolate bar being at the very front of a shelf and not be at the very end of the shelf. That's just a small example, but that's what optimization is about, making sure that your content has high chances of being in front or at least toward the front positions of a shelf rather than at the very bottom where nobody pretty much goes and look for things. When it comes to optimizing your content, you can approach that aspect from two perspectives. The first one is to optimize your content for the specific platform. The most popular example of this is what is called SEO, search engine optimization. So optimizing your content to increase its chances of ranking high on Google, Bing, and similar search engines. So the platform-specific optimization is the first approach. The second one actually has to do with people. And everything it needs to be optimized so it's found in search, but then it also needs to be optimized for humans reviewing it and make them want to take the next step with you. That's Laura Peterson, podcaster, speaker, and best-selling author of a few books, including Copywriting for Podcasters. And Laura is not the only one with that concept of optimizing your content for human search. And there is somebody else who has a similar approach. He's part of the TubeBuddy team. TubeBuddy is a company that focuses on helping you optimize your video content for YouTube more specifically. Be specific. A lot of times on YouTube, people will tag one words like carpeting. That's too generic. The difference between carpeting and how to install carpeting is one is just a blanket term where one is a specific search. You need to be tagging and writing descriptions and titles how you search. Because if I'm looking to install carpeting, that video will help me get to what I'm looking for. And as a business, it will help you get the viewers you're looking for as well. Andrew said it, tag as you search. Even though tags are an element that contributes to the SEO of videos on YouTube, tagging as a person would search for the content is key. 
To help you understand this point further, I want to introduce the concept of keyword into the conversation. There are two types of keywords. The first one is what is called short tail keywords, and these are typically one or two words words. Think of keywords like podcasting, vegetarian recipes, dating tips, traveling. These are examples of short tail keywords. Oftentimes, when thinking about optimizing our content, we tend to focus on this kind of keyword. We think, well, I want to rank number one for podcasting, so I should use the keyword podcasting. However, if you think about it, whenever you're looking for something online, you don't really enter a one-word keyword. You enter things like how to get started with a podcast, cheap flights to Philadelphia, quick vegetarian recipes. So you don't really leverage short-tail keywords, but you use what are called long-tail keywords. Long-tail keyword is typically made of three or more words. And I'm going to read you a definition from the popular website HubSpot about why long-tail keywords matter. Long-tail keywords are used to target niche demographics rather than mass audiences. In other words, they are more specific and often less competitive than generic keyword terms. Because of that, they provide both short-term and long-term benefits. Since they are very specific, they allow you to rank highly in search results for popular topics relatively quickly while still gaining ground on head terms. Plus, they tend to attract highly qualified traffic that's more likely to convert to leads and customers. Now let's deconstruct these few sentences. What HubSpot said here is very simple. If you use something like how to start a podcast, let's say, instead of the keyword podcast, you are sure that the people who come across your content are people who are looking for beginning steps starting a podcast. If you enter podcast, that can mean pretty much anything related to podcasting. It can mean podcast microphones, podcast guesting, podcast monetization. So if you have a piece of content that is for beginners, Podcast monetization may not be something they are interested in. That's why they talk about the fact that you're going to focus on niche demographics. You're going to focus on qualified people rather than mass audiences. I get it. You want your content to go to as many people as possible. But I would say this. You shouldn't aim at having your content go to as many people as possible. You should have your content go to as many qualified people as possible. So as many people who are interested in that type of content as possible. So going back to our examples, I mentioned vegetarian recipes as a short-tail keyword. A long-tail keyword could be fast vegetarian recipes or cheap vegetarian recipes. I mentioned dating tips as short-tail keyword. An example of a long-tail keyword could be dating tips for single parents. Okay, now you know the difference between the types of keywords, short tail and long tail. And the process of optimization starts with what is called 
keyword research. You may remember in a past episode, we touched upon that with Lindsay Anderson, but the idea of keyword research is utilizing one tool or a couple of tools to identify a specific keyword, whether it's short tail or long tail, that you're gonna utilize in your content. More about that in the next episode. There is one specific aspect about your website SEO and optimizing your website content is what we're gonna cover in the next episode. But I want to introduce this aspect to start the conversation, to tease the conversation. That is the concept of using categories and tags. If you go to thepodcastelab.com and you scroll down the page, you're gonna see a series of categories. And what those do is they help you browse through the library of content. It's really important that you make sure that you have a way to help people find the content they're looking for and do so relatively quickly. This may not sound as a big deal, especially when you're starting out, but you have to think about things long-term. Think of it when you have 50 episodes, 100 episodes, 200 episodes. How can you expect a person to find the type of content they're looking for? That's where categories, for example, come into place. To use that specific feature of the categories and make it easy for people to navigate through the different categories, I used a WordPress theme called Dixie by a company called Second Line Themes. I've added a link to that as well as everything else we're covering here in the show notes page over at thepodcastlab.com for slash session 62. This point of categories, tags, isn't something that helps you SEO-wise, but it's something that is key for the users. So you help people find the content they're looking for and do so in a faster fashion. This session was an introduction to the concept of optimization. And in the next three different sessions, we're going to focus on different platforms and different mediums specifically. In tomorrow's episode, we're going to look at SEO, optimizing your website content, textual content. So we're going to look at search engine optimization, how it works, tools you can use to carry that out and so forth. In the following episode, we're going to focus on podcast SEO. How can you optimize your content for Apple Podcasts and Google? Because there are some new things related to Google and more on that in the upcoming episode. And in the final episode of the series, we're going to look at video SEO, why you should consider YouTube as a platform and how to increase the chances of your YouTube content be in front of the people who are looking for a very specific topic. Once again, the show notes page for today's episode, you can find them over at thepodcastlab.com for slash session 62. And there you're also going to find the link to Podcast Movement. Join me and thousands of other podcasters for the world's biggest in-person gathering for podcasters. This year, Podcast Movement takes place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, from July 23rd to the 26th. And yes, I am going to be there, I am speaking, and I've started cooking something for you. For the Podcast Growth Mastermind, the Facebook community we have, thousands of members there, I've already seen at least a dozen people who said who are going to be at Podcast Movement. We're going to have some get-together. So if you do plan to attend Podcast Movement, make sure to let me know and make sure to attend the Podcast Growth Mastermind 
in-person event or meetup, however you want to call it, because it's going to be a great chance to meet myself and other members of the Podcast Growth Mastermind community face-to-face. In case you don't have your podcast movement ticket yet, make sure to go to the show notes page, thepodcastlab.com forward slash session 62, and there you're also going to find a promo code you can use to get $50 off your podcast movement ticket. As said, in the next episode, we're going to focus on SEO and optimizing your website content. First of all, I would just go ahead and use the Google keyword tool. Go to Google. It's pretty simple. All you have to do is type in what you think people will be searching for on the web, and Google will give you a ton of other options. I'm Yanni Lunga, and you've listened to The Podcast Lab. 